Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hunt Lords round three. Red, follow my lead. Wow, I suddenly feel stronger. Get away from me. We have the high ground, Anakin. But Star Wars told me. Yeah, gentlemen, I mean, his, his intestines are like pouring out of his stomach. You scallywag. Bring it on, fucker. The one is prepped. Get that two ready. Hell, Orc Splitter. Blow him out of hell, Jack. It's a wizard battle. It's a wizard battle of the utmost order. Shame. This is episode 105, Fight a Losing Battle. MVP this week is Rob Drummond, who recently joined the Facebook group and is nearly caught up. He's running his own Storm King's Thunder campaign, and like all DMs, we encourage him to feel free to borrow ideas that our talented Joe has put forth. Stealing is caring. Tomorrow, Thursday, October 15th, voting closes for the Discover Pods Awards. We found out that our sister show, Malevolent, was nominated in both the People's Choice and Audio Drama categories, and we're absolutely over the moon about it. 
If you're listening in time, please take a second to vote for the show. Winning this would mean a lot to us. It's really a quick process. You don't need to vote in all categories if you don't want to. Just go to awards.discoverpods.com and click vote now. And if you've already voted, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. All right. Shall we play some D&D? Yeah, let's do it. So Harlan and I went to the movies last weekend. Have you guys been Ooh. since the pandemic? There are these cool yes. things. It's like a big screen that <laughs> oh, you no, sit in chair. Oh, since the pandemic. Movie pictures. Uh-huh. Actually, I did. I took Liam to go see uh, Paw Patrol. Uh, oh. We did too. How much yeah. did he like it? He loved it. How much did you like it? Uh, I slept halfway through. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Classic dad. Imagine him looking over at you in the dark and being like, Daddy, did you see? Oh. Oh. No, I didn't. It wasn't halfway through. I snoozed a little bit, like right in the middle. <laughs> and then you couldn't get into the plot afterwards? Just, I don't know what's going on. How do you follow what these dogs are up to? <laughs> who murdered who? That's nice, though. Just the two of you, yeah, Just yeah. the boys? Yeah, it was nice. Was Liam really good? Did he stay? Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. It was just enjoyable. We even like walked around the theater afterwards and like looked at the size of the screen. He was most disappointed that I didn't want to stay and play arcade games, though. It was, a, it was the middle of the day in the middle of the week. Yeah, that's fair. We went to Palladium after we took Henry to Paw Patrol. Oh, well, that's, there you go. <laughs> but it was our last day before the school year started, and we wanted to... We did a blowout. Yeah, we did like a it little... Was really nice. It was so like, cute. During the movie, he turned to Joe and he goes... He said it after like one of the pups said his like cliche tagline or whatever. Uh-huh. It was really adorable. Oh, it was yeah. a great memory. Um, but Harlan and I went kind of on a date last yeah. weekend. Nice. That nice. was not to Paw Patrol. Mm, well, we see? went to see it again because we missed the first. <laughs> it's a subtle movie, you yeah, know. You gotta yeah. the layers. I mean, you gotta get all the layers into it. <laughs> oh man, it was God, really the metaphors. Cool. And, like yeah, it was really, it was really well done. But. Oh. I mean, we saw Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah Shang Chi. Yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really that. liked it. Very cool. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? I did. Yeah, Rachel and I went um, a couple of days ago. It was yeah, great. Yeah, liked good. it so much. It's like a Marvel movie, right? But oh. it's a it's kind of separate from. It's part of the universe, but the storyline itself is kind of separate to that. Yeah, it's cool. it's like all the first Marvel movies, you know, all the character introduction movies. They all pretty much stand on their own, but this one was far and above, especially in terms of the action. It's totally my brand of cosmic nonsense. And I think when you know, like, one of Jackie Chan's, like, <laughs> team choreographed a whole bunch of it, you're like, oh, yeah, that definitely feels like that kind of martial arts mm. movie. And then in the middle, it takes this mm. weird left turn, and you're like, oh... Did not expect a lot of a lot of this, but it was it was so good. Mm. The choreography was so good. Well, that's it. The fighting, you'd love it, Alex. The fighting alone, it does. It reminds me of those old Jackie Chan movies. I've, I'm a huge it's... Jackie Chan fan. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to see it. It set up and paid off everything it did so well. Like I just, they sort of did that, like set up, remind you of a thing, and then like give you the punchline to to it. Whatever concept they're doing, it was just cool. Yeah, it was cool. fabulous. Cool. It was fun. Mm. Yeah, it was good. What about you, Justin? Did you hit the movies? Yeah, let's see. I, I, I've seen two movies so far since pandemic. Uh, one was The Green Knight. And Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. That was a thinker mm. and a beautiful movie, but probably not one that I'd go out of my way to, to watch again. I've seen that one also, and it felt very much like an opera where I should have had a playbill at the start of it to read what was going on and yeah, then watched it, and yeah. I would have really appreciated it a whole lot. Yeah. Hmm. It felt operatic. It just wasn't really otherwise very accessible i wonder how that would land for us because we played it well you know what i so i am so pumped about it 
and but I haven't seen it yet for a very specific reason. That is 100% the kind of movie I need to be in a mood for, mm-hmm. a very specific yeah, mood. And yeah. when I see it in that mood, I am going to love it. Yeah. Because there are certain movies that I love sort of meandering, beautiful, like the Nicholas uh, uh, Ren. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does some really pretty stuff. The bees. No, the guy who did Drive. That was a good movie. Wicker Man. <laughs> Wicker Man, shut up. Gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> Nicholas Winding Refn. Uh, he's the guy who did Drive, but he also does a lot of really slow, mm. meandering, beautiful movies. Like Valhalla Rising is a really good movie. And to me, immediately, Green Knight seems like Valhalla Rising, which is mm. just a movie with very little dialogue where a guy walks around a landscape and experiences things. And yeah, it's yeah. beautiful and it's brutal. You know, so sometimes I'm totally in that mood. And when I'm in that mood, I and, you know I know I'm gonna love it, but uh, I'm not in that mood yet. Just take some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I re- I really just wish I had someone tell me think of all the scenes like it's an anthology, not like it's a a novel. Mm. Is it a Marvel movie? <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is <Green> actually <laughs> very uh, watch very it. low. It's part of the Green Lanterns. <laughs> it's it goes the Green Lantern, the Green Knight. So make sure you watch the Green Lantern. Yeah, first. the Green Hornet, and then is the <laughs> is the trilogy. Yeah. The reason why I asked is I just Googled it, and it looks like there's a like a tree guy. <laughs> the Green Hornet. I thought it was Groot. God. Yeah, no, it's not. It's like a, a King not. Arthur Court. It's a it's a story. fable. Yeah, it's it's almost like Pan's Labyrinthy in the um... right. Yeah. But it's also like a tr- well, yeah, because neither of you guys played the RPG with us. That's right. So I think also that's what I was we're one hundred percent in. Like I know exactly what's going to happen, probably more or less in the because movie. Tim Woods wrote the RPG for the movie, yeah. oh. and then he it's a J.R. Tolkien he, book. No, no, no. And then he gave us. <laughs> No, we bought our, a copy of Yeah, and we RPG. played it, and I ran it for Joe and Chris and Gary and Ahmed, and then, and you know, and we talked about it, and then Tim came on the show and Tim talked about it some it, more. saw it, and he was like, this is how I want the game to be played. Yeah, so yeah, it was really cool awesome. to, but more than anything, I just mean to say that I think that did a really good job of communicating the premise of the movie, and I think we probably have a leg up on that. Have you seen anything besides Paw Patrol, though, Alex? No. <laughs> I mean, well, the Green Knight is a Marvel Comics character. They did some like Marvel Comics in the Green Knight, and so I was just because they told that story also because it's an old story everybody's uh, told. So I was just, well, then you know what? Alex is not wrong. So one point him. Alex wins and hundred episodes. I just googled it and I saw the Green Knight. I knew I wasn't totally wrong, but right. ma- yeah, I just thought. But I like the different. movies. I'm glad it's coming back. I'm really happy they're doing a, a vaccine passport. I love that idea. I'm excited to be in a theater and feeling like I'm with other people. I liked being able to select your seats before you went. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best invention to cinema in the last. A million years. Absolutely. No, but for real. The minute they started doing that, I was like, this is the best thing ever. And I only went to Landmark previous because they did that. Mm. And now since pandemic, it seems like every theater is doing that. And I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to know that you you're gonna have your seats there, and then you can say those are mine. And you know you don't have any neighbors. Nobody's yeah. well. So people came into the cinema late, and they sat right behind us, and I was so mad (laughs) because they were like. They, they were just right there. And the one guy was on his phone. That's the other thing. They feel like since the pandemic, people don't fucking know how to act in public anymore. Well, I mean, that was kind of always an issue, but you're not wrong. It was It's definitely more annoying because we've been very lucky. You know, for the past two years, you only have to watch movies at home with the people you care about yeah. who are going to respect it. Now you do have to go back out in public and deal with terrible people. Jerks. People are, can be terrible. 
Yeah. People are the worst. As we've seen. As we continue to see. Uh, I also saw... Suicide Squad. I saw oh, that's yeah, right. We saw that too. Yeah, yeah we saw that, that as well. A blast. Everything I want out of a movie called The Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't that come out like last year or something? They did a reboot, sort of, I guess. Another? Although, no, not really. I don't really a, know what like, it is. I, it kind of irritates me. There's so many bloody Marvel films. Like, I don't even know what... I, I kind of feel the same way, Alex. I don't feel the same way. I enjoy the movies, and I'm excited that they want to make more. Before Harlan and I started dating, I was kind of curmudgeonly towards the Marvel movies. And then I gave them an honest shot, and I was like, you know what? I get why these are enjoyable. I see why people like them. Comic book movies. Who gives a shit? Yeah. They're not memorable for me at all. I've seen the Avengers movies like three times, and and three quarters of the way through them, I'm like, oh, I have seen this. My favorite ones are when the <laughs> when the people making them realize that comic book movie is not a genre you actually need another genre it's like a mm-hmm. a, a palette to paint with comedy it's, you know or, a... or, or you yeah. can or you can do like a, a spy thriller inside that universe with those toys or you could like do like ant-man yeah or you right like you can but but when it's just oh i'm gonna do a comic book movie and that's all i'm doing that's like justice league yeah <laughs> i agree with you that's a very good well, point that doesn't mean anything it could be you know. yeah so alex what is your kind of movie then? what kind of anime what what are the movies that you're excited to go see at the theaters Alex likes Jean Claude Van Damme. Not true at all. Level of Not true at all. Nicholas Cage. But you do though. No, I don't. My 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 go to film would be a, a crime drama mm. <laughs> with Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> no, either either crime drama or history, no. a little bit of action. What about Time Cop? Did you like Time Cop? I'm Googling Jean-Claude yeah, Van Damme. <laughs> I, I just remember that, that commercial where there's the car, the car's moving and he does the splits spread across. I don't think I've seen a single movie with him in it. Yeah, that's uh, right. But, what about Bloodsport, Alex? I've yeah, never so seen this movie. man in my life. <laughs> really? I've never seen Jean-Claude Van They call him the Muscles from Brussels. Yeah, he's the best. The Muscles that's from right. Brussels. Yeah. What about, but you also, okay, but for real though, you do love Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah, like they're fun, but. but is Total Recall not one of your favorite movies? It is my favorite movie. But, you but said crime drama is your favorite? After a decline, Van Damme returned to prominence with the critically acclaimed crime drama <laughs> JCVD from 2008. Okay, look. Why is Total Recall your favorite movie? You asked us to ask you. Um, because by the end of the movie, you still don't really know if he was dreaming or if he was awake the whole time. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and there's a lot of action, but then there's a, this deep kind of story and a bit of mix in with... Uh, with um there's a mix of but, that i mean that that's going back i mean it's just it's kind of got it all for me but it's got three boobs i i agree with what rob's saying like i i don't like the fact that there's a straight action movie it's got to have like i love the bond films because there's a little bit of that espionage there's a little bit more a bit of action well then it. what is a straight action movie to you what's just an action movie well that would be that that would be one of those Marvel like the like Avengers. Predator. Be, oh, there's a bunch of CGI. There's the story's pretty light, and that's and that's it. Last action hero. Claudius. Big mistake. Get in the chopper. What about like the Terminator? Anyways, get off the make fun of Alex's um, <laughs> Conan the Barbarian lack of movie watching bandwagon. <laughs> I don't think Harlan's making fun of no, me. No, because I love I love Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, but I have no. To me, I'm not putting out any hate on any particular type of movie. I, I'm just a fan of movies in general. Yeah, yeah Paw Patrol too. was a riot. Now, now that's an action movie without substance. Yeah. Just action, action, action. Those and dogs. the torture scene, how tasteless it was. Gratuitous. There was a whole underlying theme there about Chase not being afraid of... I'm being funny, Alex. I'm, 
I'm telling a joke. Oh. But how all cops are bastards, and they really, you know, they're really questioning <laughs> how they <laughs> yeah. feel about mm-hmm. being part of the Paw Patrol and supporting the system, even though that's you know what yeah. allows the systematic and the gritty yeah. inner city environment oh, that man. they yeah. depicted. Yeah, yeah. Should we should we make our own stories now? Yeah, yeah oh. let's make our own stories. Let's do it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Somebody with some depth. The Arnold of the team. Doran's the Arnold. I just want to fight, fight, fight this episode. So you know, don't mind me. I think you guys have just been putting it off. I just want to push off yet the the hunt lords again as long as possible. So here you are in the gathering dimness of night. The dusk has come on. The sun has set. The mist has sprung up around you on this sacred site. You're on the spirit mound of the Griffin tribe. All of these insubstantial forms, these figures whispering, come at you through the fog. Captain Tranieros confirmed to you, Kraloth, that they are not undead. And then you see the Hunt Lord caught up with you once more. Everyone roll for initiative. Oh! Hunt Lords oh. round three. Fight. Oh. All right, boys. What'd you get? Let's start with red. 12. Doran. 10. Jack. 15. Also 12. Um, Red, Kraloth, who wants to go first? Kraloth will go first. And four more figures stride from the mist as you ready yourselves for battle. Clearly, the Hunt Lords have found you once again. What do you do? Jack, you are top of the order. Uh, Jack pulls out the Spellguard Sphere and, and looks around frantically for Red, chanting a, a few words of a new spell. He, he touches Red, who turns invisible. Ooh. Ooh. Take your best shots. All right, brother. Greater invisibility for the next minute, so long as Jack can continue to come. Wow. I like cool. that. All right, so it's the Hunt Lord's turns. Um, they each pull out their longbows. Each of them are going to move in towards you about 30 feet. Are they climbing down those hills or are they yes. floating above them? Oh, okay. Yeah, they're climbing down. We have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> Don't try it. Who? Anakin, my cousin who died on a hill. So all four of you are gathered on top of this very central hill around the ruined altar. And these arrows begin to whiz out of the darkness towards you. Two of them aim at Kraloth. Does a 19 hit you, Kraloth? No, it does not. Clangs off my shield. A 24. That hits. Six piercing damage. Another hunt lord aims his bow at you, Jack, and fires. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. A natural one. Oh, nice. (laughs) No. I think these dice are going to have to be set aside. Not shamed, just warned. Yeah, Jack ducks out of the way of the arrow. And one of them, about to fire at red, then he goes invisible and so adjusts his aim for Doran Iron Fist. Good luck. 25. Yeah. (laughs) 10 piercing damage. Uh. Kraloth, it's your turn. Red! Follow my lead. Okay, buddy. Kraloth is going to run towards the hunt lord that is closest to him. Mm-hmm. The hunt lord that just pegged him with an arrow. And within 30 feet, in, now in the valley between the, the altar and the second ring, he casts Path to the Grave, illuminating it in this sacred light. The one is prepped. Get that two ready. 
All right, buddy! And then he's going to cast Spiritual Weapon next to the Hunt Lord that's closer to Doran. So his scythe appears in midair. Cool. And takes a swing at this abomination. 16 to hit. That hits. Nine points of damage. Excellent. The creature that is affected by Path to the Grave turns his burning green eyes towards you, Kraloth. Make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. 18. Nice. You succeed. And then from the northeast of you, an arrow flies out of the darkness and hits you in the shoulder. <gasps> Oof. Four piercing damage as one of the hunt lords looses an arrow towards you. Red, it's your turn. Red moves up to the very center of the little island that they're on so that he's within more or less 90 feet than this creature that Kraloth has cast past to the grave on. As a bonus action, he's going to cast Hunter's Mark on him. And then he's going to roll with advantage because he's invisible. That would be a 23 to hit. You hit. 48 damage. Wow. Very nice. Good job. As this arrow sings out from nothingness. And I'm going to attack again. Do it. Do it. And you still have invisibility even after attacking? Yeah, for a whole minute, no matter what he does, he's invisible so long as I maintain my concentration. Awesome. Uh Uh-oh. That might not hit. 12? No. Damn. Second one does not hit. Um, and then Screven sails 60 feet towards the one to the northwest. Screven dives up above the mists and sort of disappears for a second. Mm-hmm. Upward dive. I love an upward dive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who doesn't? Nothing like a good upward dive. And that's it. All right. Kraloth. Wait, I have Kraloth twice here. <laughs> Kraloth, go again. Go again. She said it. Legally, she has to allow it. Do you. it, do it, do it. <laughs> well, they're moving out of turn, so I think I'll do the same thing. All right, Doran, it's your turn. Doran yells to Red. Red, take a strike upon that bastard demon. And uh, you're going to add, oh, dang, only one to an attack uh, because I'm going to use my uh, superiority strike. Thanks, buddy. It's going to be a 17 hit? It would hit. Oh. But you watch as the Hunt Lord raises its arm, this dripping appendage of undead fluid, and a blinding light emerges from it as it shields itself, and your arrow flies into the dark. Damn. Doran runs south and meets face-to-face with this Hunt Lord and attacks 23. Nice. 15 points of damage. Excellent. And then second attack, 22. Yep. Doing nine points of damage. Okay. That is all for my turn. Very good. Jack, top of the order, you watched as your invisible friend Red fired an arrow out at this hunt lord that's in front of Doran, and the arrow was rebuffed by something you recognize as shield. Uh Uh-huh. What do you do? Jack's going to move south towards the edge where uh, Doran is fighting the clearly somewhat magical Hunt Lord and is going to do two things kind of simultaneously. He's going to try and yank this guy (laughs) off his feet to hopefully tumble down into the cavern, and then he's got a a firebolt lined up to sort of give him a one-two in his own own way. Fun. Uh, Can you make me a strength saving throw, DC 16? Absolutely. 
Ooh, he fails with a 10. He moves five feet, tumble into the ground. So he moves five feet north towards you as you pull him telekinetically from his feet. Yeah. And he stumbles and falls down the rest of the hill for bludgeoning damage as he falls. I don't feel bad about that. Now, I've got the high ground when I'm shooting down at him. Is that going to give me any kind of advantage with my firebolt? Nah. But Star Wars told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. We are playing Star Wars. You're right. 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 Hoff. I, exactly. Right. <laughs> it feels pretty ice planet to me. And these are Sith Lords. <sighs> yeah, and so then I... I point my finger at him and, and imagine flames and draw the ild rune in front of me and this bolt of fire flies down towards him with a 22 to hit. That does hit. Uh, doing 15 damage. Great. I did want to try and get back behind some of those big marble slabs that we'd put up on the... on. Sure, yeah. yeah. So you move back behind one of the altar slabs. Yeah. And that's when an arrow sings out of the darkness towards you. Okay. With a 22 to hit? It will hit, yeah. You take five piercing damage. Ow! Mm-hmm. We got some Hunt Lord turns. So the first Hunt Lord, who was, until recently, in melee combat with Doran, he climbs back up the hill from where Jack had left him sprawled in the snow, and makes two attacks with his longsword against Doran. Oh, yeah? 24 to hit you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. 10 slashing damage. Yeah. That's okay. And then 21 to hit you. Can I cast this shield at any time? Yeah, as a reaction to an attack. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to put it up now then. Cool. So uh, the attack that would have dealt 12 damage to you is now... Uh, cast aside as Doran, you use this ring of spellstorm for the first time. Yes, and I feel invigorated. Wow, I suddenly feel stronger. Like I could protect myself with a mm-hmm. invisible shield. And at this, the hunt lord looks down at his sword, shakes his head, and dissolves into a silvery mist. Reappearing up at the top of this hill right beside you, Jack. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Next up, there are three hunt lords to the north. So there's one to the northeast, one to the north, one to the northwest. All three of them are going to fire at Jack, who is standing atop the hill. Oh, shit. Red is also on top of the hill, but he's invisible. Uh, And both Kraloth and Doran are in the trench of this spirit mound. So the three of them fire arrows at Jack. Get ready to dodge, Jack. (laughs) Does the cover that I am taking behind some of the stone give me any bonus? Mm. Ooh, yeah. We'll give you a plus two to your AC because you're behind some of these slabs of marble. 21 to hit. Yeah, so I am going to throw up a shield then. So I'm surrounded on all sides. Mm -hmm. I put my Mm -hmm. hands out and this bubble of protection throws up around me. So my AC becomes 22. Nice. Okay, so one of the arrows from the Hunt Lord to the northwest clangs off of a piece of marble and the second one is rebuffed by your shield. Then the one to the north attacks. uh, Both of those miss. And the one to the northeast, a 24. That'll hit. So one arrow finds its way to you, and you take eight damage. Yeah, I mean, Jack's standing there. He's, he's starting to look like a pincushion with two arrows sticking out of his back in his backpack, and it's it's pretty gruesome. 
Red, you see this happening beside you. Yeah. (laughs) There's one more hunt lord to go. It's down in the gully, about 30 feet away from Kraloth, and it stalks towards you, Kraloth, glaring at you. Make another wisdom save. 13. Oh, Kraloth. Is that good? You are struck with fear as the hunt lord moves towards you you lose sight of everything but his glowing green eyes and you are paralyzed oh fuck that's really bad it is your turn you are paralyzed you watch as this creature moves towards you at the end of the hunt lord's next turn you can make another save but right now you are really bad you automatically fail strength and dex saving throws anything that attacks you has advantage and any creature that hits you makes it automatically a critical hit yeah once you take damage you are unparalyzed red it's your turn red sees his friend freeze up as this creature approaches and he shouts no and he's gonna fire everything he's got at the one that's stalking towards kraloth Mm -hmm. with a Oh, yeah. 24 to hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that hits. Take it out. 31 damage. (laughs) Nice. And attack again. Arrow after arrow, singing towards him. Oh, no. Uh, uh, 15. That hits. Hey, there you are. Mm -hmm. 19 damage. Nice. I guess Screven will dive down and attack the one that it's above. Ooh. Screven! Uh, No. Second one. Oh, 18. Yeah, that hits. Screven's claws catch at shreds of rotten flesh as the Bloodhawk dive bombs this hunt lord. Nice. 12 damage. Yay, nice. Screven. Welcome to the fight. <laughs> With that, the hunt lords to the north and northeast start firing arrows at a place where they feel like Red is, mm. knowing that he is invisible and launching arrows at one of their kind, but not being able to see him, they are rolling with disadvantage to hit you. And nope. (laughs) It's comical how bad I'm rolling. (laughs) I rolled a three, a four, and three ones, and a six. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. I feel so bad for the hunt. Yeah, me too. So all of those arrows, Red, they sing past your ears. They're seeking you, but they can't find you invisible as you are. All right, Doran. What happens next? Okay. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a goading attack so that. Oh. Ooh. Oh, good smart. call. Smart. Smart. Mm-hmm. So I will dash, which will get me right up next to it. Then I'll use my action surge. Yeah. Running through the snow in the dark through this mist. And I'm going to use my goading attack. I'm going to use my um, inspiration here. And I'm going to use Lucky. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, boy. Oh, no, Doran. Holy fuck me. Uh, 15. Yes. Oh, nice. Excellent. Excellent. 18 damage. Nice. Yep. hey And the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Oh. A nine. What happens? On a failed saving throw, the target has disadvantage on all attack rolled against targets other than me. Oh, I see. Picking on someone your own size. You don't want to just pick off the little old me, do you? Uh-huh. That's because you're afraid of my little size, aren't you? You scallywag. 
Whoa, Doran called him a scallywag, Jack. <laughs> Shit's getting real. So, and uh, 14 to hit? Misses. Damn. Oh, okay. Jack, the Hunt Lord swings its sword at you. Yeah, I don't like that. Jack's already struggling to maintain his concentration after the two arrow wounds. He's just barely holding it together to keep red invisible, but he's uh, managed to do it. 25 to hit you. Oh, shit. Ooh, 13 slashing damage. Ouch. Ow. Maintaining concentration? Nope, that didn't happen. So yeah, the 13 damage cuts Jack right to the quick, and as he's bleeding, uh, red appears beside him, sort of up on the ledge as the spell Mm. drops. Ah, fuck. (laughs) Ah, And with that, the Hunt Lord to the northwest fires an arrow at you, Red. Bring it on, fucker! Mm, 16 to hit? No! All right. Red grabs the arrow midair and snaps it. Ooh. Oh. Vicious. Jack, it's your turn. Blow him out of hell, Jack. Let's do that. I'm going to try and shove this guy away from me because he's way up in my personal space and I don't like it. Could he move back five feet, please? <laughs> I get to make a strength save? Yeah, you do. 15? 16 is the DC. All right, you shove him. Get away from me! Uh, Jack, there's, there's definitely some terror in Jack's eyes because he's not really doing this, but he, he raises up the spell guard's fear and steals himself a little bit and starts to picture all of these little magic darts, these arrows just like Red would make, and tries to you know put as much of his alchemical jazz in there as he can and fire a whole bunch of darts at this hunt lord in front of him. Mm-hmm. What level of spell is that? That is a third level spell. Ooh. Jack, oh, he raises his hand up towards you. Oh, no. And absorbs your spell's energy (sighs) out of the air as you cast it. Damn. And that's not a spell he's used, or that is a spell he's used? Counterspelled. Well, I've got a counterspell. The counterspell is counterspell because I'm a fucking wizard. You're counterspelling the counterspell? I'd love to. It's a wizard battle. It's a wizard battle of the utmost order. <laughs> third level spell or lower, it fails. Counterspell is a third level spell. It is indeed. And so you raise your hand, just pushing the missiles through his wave of interference. Oh, Leave cool. me alone. And they push through the mist and hit him. How much damage do you do? 80 damage of arrows flying wow. his spell, just blasting one after the other. The snow is sort of just this wall of white around us as magical energy is bouncing and reflecting off of it. Chunks of this putrescent flesh just fling away into the darkness, pulling him to pieces, but yet he still stands. I'm going to step back around to try and at least get this broken pieces of marble between us just to try and get a little bit of space from him little bit of cover. Yeah. Jack the creature pulls itself back upright and directs its steady burning gaze back on you. Relentless. Make a wisdom save. Six. Oh no. no. Jack, you are penetrated by this gaze and paralyzed. I mean, Jack's pulling out all the stops because he's terrified of these things. He's kicked the hornet's nest a while ago and it's just eaten away at him, so he's mm-hmm. absolutely shook in fear. It's the Hunt Lord's turns down in the trench. There's one standing about 10 feet away from Kraloth and Doran. Doran, you made some melee attacks. We know he's right up with you, but Kraloth is standing there in the snow, frozen to the spot. 
the Hunt Lord is also compelled to attack you instead. So he turns his glare on you. Doran, you are pierced with these glowing green eyes, but you gain strength from the weapon in your hand. Orc Splitter Mm. vibrates warmly, filling you with courage. Mm -hmm. And you are not affected by this creature's terrifying visage. No, I'm not. I'm filled with courage. (laughs) (laughs) She says, Fuck yeah, you can do it. Get him, Doran. Hell, Orc Splitter. Uh, That's the end of that Hunt Lord's turn. And so, Kraloth, you are no longer paralyzed. And you are filled with courage also from being within 30 feet of Doran now. You feel like while you are close, you are immune to this effect. That's right. However, there are more Hunt Lords on the battlefield. Yes, there are. One of them is barely standing but stalking you, Jack, and now Red also, atop this centermost cairn, picking between pieces of this broken white marble altar. He stalks you. The creature moves up to within melee range of you, Red, and takes two swipes at you with his longsword, almost like trying to chop you out of the way to get to Jack. Bring it on! 17. Misses. Yeah, just misses. Uh, And then the second hit, regular. Ooh, that's going to miss again with a 10. Stop trying to hit me and hit me! There are two hunt lords that have been firing from the second circle of snow. So the ones to the north and the east fire at you, Jack, with their longbows. One misses, but one hits. From the first one with a 22. Uh, Yeah. And you take five piercing damage. Okay. And the one to the north also fires twice, misses once, and hits with a 21, I presume? Yep. Seven piercing damage. 21 hit points I'm sitting at uh, and scared out of my boots. The final Hunt Lord aims an arrow at you, Red. 18 to hit? Yeah, that hits. Eight piercing damage. (laughs) And another, ooh, 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Seven piercing damage. Kraloth, what do you do? Kraloth snaps to attention and realizes that the Hunt Lord is much closer to him and uh, sees Doran there and... uh, You're back with us, Kraloth. Gets a sense that he needs to get into support role right now. And uh, he's going to run equidistant between Doran, uh, Jack, and Red. Mm-hmm. So partway up this hill? Yeah, partway up the hill. And I should be within range. Cool. Then I'm going to cast aid as a level four. Nice. Which means that each of you for eight hours are going to have 15 temporary hit points. Ooh, neat nice. those. Nice. Thank you. Good stuff. And then uh, at the same time, my floating scythe begins to hover down the hill towards where Doran is engaged with the hunt lord that tried to attack me. Mm-hmm. And that's my turn. Awesome. All right, Red, what do you do? Red looks to the one that was just engaged with Kraloth and is still engaged with Doran. Oh, I'm engaged. So and he is going to take an attack on it. <laughs> that is going to be a 19 to hit. Yes. Nice. Nice. Take him out. I'm engaged. Take me out. 17 damage. Okay. 
And now that I have attacked, I can use my fleet of foot ability to disengage without any sort of penalty. Hey-o. So I'm going to move away from the gentleman who is currently uh, engaged. That's pretty generous of you, gentlemen. Yeah, gentlemen. I mean, his, his intestines are like pouring they out. They are. But... And I'm going to move, and then I'm going to take my second attack on the guy that I was just next to. Okay. I'm just imagining a colossal leap from Red off of this one hill, like sailing yeah. across the distance to scrabble up the far side. One of those kinds of jumps where it looks like you're still running in the air. Oh, like, yeah. Red's looking badass. Heroic long jump. As, so he like jumps across the chasm and turns, and as he turns, he points, and he casts Fairy Fire as a bonus action Ooh. on the dude. Ooh. So he's going to have to do a dex save. Okay. 16. Yeah, that passes. And he lands, and he's going to fire. 15. Oh, 15 to hit. 15 hey. hits. That is immediately nine points of damage. All right. And Screven dive bombs that fucker to the north with a, oh, 23 to hit. Mm-hmm. And he does 14 damage. He's not doing too bad, this little Screven. Screven, take out his eyes. <laughs> and that's my turn. Good turn. Doran, what do you do? I'm going to do just a straight up attack on this hunt lord that's right in front of me. Yep. Yeah. At least uh, do what I can to take him out. Uh, 27. Yes, I should say so. 19 damage. Awesome. And then a second hit, 17 to hit. Yep. Doing 14 damage. Doran, you chop this hunt lord to pieces. Oh, nice. finally. Perfect. Well done. He's like, <laughs> and then Doran goes running up the hill to join Kraloth and Jack. Yeah. So Doran, you run up the hill, you see Kraloth standing there, and Jack, who's you know, not doing great. You've seen him no. look better. No, Jack's having a whole time. I, Jack, it's your turn. I look this hunt lord square in the face, and I cast Levitate, trying to just yank him up in the air so that he can't hit me with his sword any damn more. Ooh. That's my plan. Okay. Is that a deck save for me? Yeah, you're looking at constitution save, I think, actually. Con save. You're... 16. DC 16 is what you're looking for. That's a shame. They've got great con. Sorry, Rob. That's okay. Uh, Damn. Seeing that, I, I sort of scrabble around the edge of this hill over to get kind of back behind Kraloth and Doran with Kieran kind of following me, barking the whole time, ready to sort of mm-hmm. help whoever attacks this guy next. Kieran wants to sort of help distract him and pull him just a little bit off balance. Cool. Okay. It's the Hunt Lord's turns. The one that's occupying the central mound with the altar disappears into mist yeah. and reappears a little bit a ways to the west, back on the part of the mound that surrounds the altar. There are three other surviving hunt lords. Each of them picks a target from the central mound. The first one aims at Doran. A 20 to hit you, Doran? Yes. So one of the arrows misses and one slams into your shoulder. Five points of piercing. Two arrows come from the north to hit you, Kraloth, seeking your flesh. 20 to hit. Miss. So both arrows bounce off your shiny armor. And then two more arrows seeking you, Jack. Yeah. 
Ooh, 22 to hit and 19. Both will hit. Four piercing damage and 10. Yeah, just the barest amount of that aid from Kraloth is, is keeping Jack alive. Like these wounds from these arrows are, are knit just as fast as they're made, but, but Jack's running out of that energy. Those creatures stalk towards you through the mist, steadily, just as they hunted you across the countryside, untiring, moving as one, as if from some unvoiced command, their whole beings focused on one goal, their quarry, you. gonna be all right 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 (laughs) thank you once again to our wonderful patreon supporters christopher ryan evans merlin mitchell cadwell ashley and jb colin burkhart rihanna and michael weber daniel doug jessica orit jonah goldman katie orit and mari kaneski see you soon up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.